August 30, 2023, it's a Watt for Pedro show. I think the majority of musicians are, are interested in truth. You know, they well, they've got to be because uh, uh, saying a musical thing is a truth. If you play, make a statement, a musical statement, and it's a valid statement, that's a truth right there in itself, you know. And if you play something phony, well, you know, that's phony, you know. And all musicians are striving for that near perfection as they can get. And uh, that's truth there, you know. And so, in order to uh, play those kind of things, play truth, you've got to. Uh, Live with as much truth as you possibly can, you know? for Pedro show. Happy Wednesday. Last Wednesday for a couple of months. Cause got a Sally Fork brother man. How it's you doing? Beautiful How Wednesday in the neighborhood. Wow. Last time we talked they plucked out of what had a chunk removed. Oh that all you that's, said uh, silver dollar, but it ended up yeah, bigger than Yeah, it was dollar. like the whole wallet. Yeah, oh. wallet. Um but uh yeah I'm good to go for another hundred thousand miles or more. And uh just had a pitching trip to the isthmus. For Catalina, yeah. That's so Catalina Island people, uh, the other side usually. That was righteous. Yoshi, and uh, kind of campground. Mostly campground. There's one pad. We stayed at the pad. It was okay. built by Banning Brothers, so it was a hunting right. lodge. Been there over a hundred years. That's right. <laughs> Bitching. These were like the bro- yeah, right. Penius's sons. It's Phineas' yeah. sons, the guy who built the harbor. Uh-huh. And he ends up getting hit by a trolley car up in the city. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then his daughter Lucy, their sister, mm. I think pissed everything away. Uh-huh. Her last husband was a Japanese wrestler. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because you don't see any banning uh, kin 
around these days, it didn't seem That's like right. there's no kids the left over. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I'm the last of my he line. Came from Delaware. <laughs> yeah, we must. We must. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I should tell the people we started off with. Uh, John Coltrane, Target August Bloom, on June 15, 1958, about truth in music. Very important uh, uh, subject. And then uh, Brock Treb with Bossa Dub Brute. And in person, Brother Matt joining yeah. us, a recent Pedro now resident. Right on. <laughs> All the way from fucking West Mass parts, way east of here. Brother to as west as you can go. Hard. It's amazing. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It's, uh, it's, it's almost been a, it's actually been a year. This right is my on. one year anniversary. So, I got to celebrate it in Brother Matt's pad. Right on. Looking at the three of you oh, in cool. person. cool. Happy anniversary. Yeah, thank you, man. So how's that first year worked out for you? It, it was tough at first, and now it's beautiful. I love it. So Down? Yeah, bring the it down. Master, I can, the master. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the master. But uh, yeah, we're checking the levels, you know, still working it through. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, always part of the flavor. On the fly. <laughs> That's beautiful. How many years? Yeah. 21, 22 years, years no, 22 ago. 22 years. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. months. Yeah. Well. Still blowing clams up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> part, part of the flavor. Yeah, not, part of the flavor. <laughs> so, now, uh, we should be talking about your musical adventure, but us being Pedro dudes. I just pedaled over, man. I'm, I'm still catching my breath. You high? You need a fan on? No, I, you know, I'm good. No, I no, nine. I think it'll screw up the recording. I came here when I was nine. How old? Yeah, we don't want the fuckers. <laughs> yeah. 46, you? You 46 when I rolled okay. up. It's a little different. But now, I, now I'm... is from here, born bread. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Authentico. I just, I just read that the Isthmus was the gateway to the to the afterlife. Right on. That's on the top of the the, the little marker, historical marker, talking about the Gabrieliano Tongva people. Oh, right on. And, the locals. Uh, and the real locals. Yeah, so, so I'm glad you didn't go to the afterlife. The real when locals. You, uh, yeah, I just to wanted celebrate. to check the door, make sure but, I knew the way. Yeah, but but now you know that it's own, you know. Yeah. Well, that was Father Sarah's idea anyway. Yeah. They had their own thing going. Oh, yeah. In fact, you had to ask the lady, the medicine lady, to get your uh, sage. Because mm. the white sage very precious. Yeah, you don't want to. Don't go pull it. Don't pull it. Mm. Okay, let's get into your musical journey. Yeah, man. Uh Earliest musical memory. Oh God, yeah. I've been thinking about this, and I, uh, I actually. Watch for Pedro's show. There's no hard questions. No, there's no wrong answers. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But I, when I think about it, I th- there's there's three songs that come into my brain, and and they're songs. They're, they're songs, like specific memory. songs. I don't really have like a mem- like like my family we wasn't had musical. Cats on the show. Was hearing stuff while they were inside them. Oh, I yeah, I don't, I don't have any of that. Although I was inside my mom in California. I had other dudes. Which their is, first memory is in their thirties. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Actually, uh, uh, no. Vincent only painted his last ten years. Well, this is well, like Mr. Wells learned his. Well, no wine before it's done. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So I, I would say. The 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 tune that and I had to look this up because I was it's never a Joe Jackson I was never a Joe Jackson fan. Fucking wind blowing through the goddamn vines. Is it? <laughs> music, okay? But if you this, want to call it human organized tunes, this okay. this this tune though the the chord progression for "Stepping Out" by Joe yeah. Jackson, mm-hmm. I I remember that 
But the things that I remember, I don't remember, I don't remember lyrics or anything, but I remember those, those tones, the way those tones progress. And then the other thing that I, my earliest though, is like, is, uh, as a little kid going down the street and singing beat on the brat. And, <laughs> and there was no one in, in Lenox, Massachusetts when I was a little kid Ramonich. that were, were punks. There was yeah. no punks. It was just, I just remember right, saying, beat on the brat <laughs> and, and whip it was another, those are the two other songs that like that sing as a child, but I, those are the lyrics I remember, which is so weird. It's not multiple oh no, I got more. <laughs> <laughs> Whole lot of love. Did it have musical instruments? The family home had one steel string acoustic guitar that my dad strummed Eagles tunes periodically. I never, he never, no one liked music in the family. It was. I eventually did. It took time. It took time. Did you dig it? I, I was. It wasn't. It wasn't like I'm gonna play guitar, me. but I was. But I was putting things in the strings and making noises. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. At school, were you in the marching band or the choir or shit like that? So what was it? Fourth grade? Fourth grade? Third grade? I had. Uh, I had joined my. My. You know, I joined the band. Oh, no. it, wasn't it wasn't. A, it wasn't even joined. It was. You know, music, and I got trumpet. Yes. And so I was. Blasting on trumpet, they said, "Take it home, do whatever you, you want with it." Way before you I had, with I had a lot of fun. I gotta tell you, we're euphonium students. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is backwards. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to the euphonium. Now, are you doing like football games and shit? No, no. no this is this is this is elementary school. Yeah. Little like so six year old. I don't even remember how old shit, I was. Right? But but the thing I do remember is that we had a choice to go to visit my grandparents in Florida yeah. or or practice for the recital that I yeah. needed to be there for. Right. <laughs> and and I I said, well, Disney World is the option. So I chose Disney World and, and, and never went back to band because <laughs> I would rather check out Disney World at that age <laughs> than go to the, and see my grandparents. And so so that was the end. That was the end of the trumpet. I, it went back. I never went back to it. I never went back, but, but like, you, you, you did get some experience. There was, there, yeah, there was taste. Well, there was some foreshadowing going on. Yeah, yeah. There was some foreshadowing because they didn't know that euphonium was in your way down the road. <laughs> First record you bought with your own money, please. Oh, shit. 1984, Van Halen. Okay. Actually, I don't First know if I bought it, but I, but I got it. It was a yeah, cassette. Your favorite color, blue, no brown. <laughs> ah! Yeah, no, no. It was definitely '84. It was definitely. That Monty Python scene. Always, it's yeah. First gig you saw? Beach Boys. Right on. What year? Choice. You know what? I was that. This is like the only music that my my dad like that. Like I really remember them like being into and singing Barbara Ann and doing this in the car. Yeah, Keith Moon too. He loved that too. And and so. We went to Saratoga Performing Arts Center. This is when my family lived in the Hudson Valley in, in Albany. And uh, we saw... It was it had to be mid-80s. Okay. So I don't know what lineup of the Beach Boys okay. it was. Now look, since the trumpet, when do you get operate the musical instrument again? I do want to say... My early sexual experiences also coincided with this concert. You come on with John Truman. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna say that someone, a girl behind me, kept pinching my ass when I stood up when the songs were coming on, and at the time it was very confusing. I was, yeah. I was a little mad about it, so I was definitely young enough to be mad about I think it. That was music's fault. But, but, but I kept jumping up to dance, I and I kept getting touched. So I'm just saying. 
first, so yeah, getting getting back into it, I started learning. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what it was. I think it was my mom. My mom was pushing uh, pushing it on me to to do something because uh, I wasn't into sports. I wasn't taking to sports at all, and she really wanted me to have something in my life. And so um, there was guitar. You know, like, do you want to take lessons? She really wanted me to take piano lessons. She had this weird, you know, like uh, housewife thing that you know I should learn how to do parlor tricks for the for the royalty. Um, she's very. She was very uh, interested in, in etiquette, like knowing which fork was what and all that. She said oh. you, she she didn't want her kids to like look like right, to, you know for eating with the king. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Yeah. So so she said, you know, you're going to learn piano. And I was like, hell no, I didn't want to learn piano. There didn't... wasn't one in the past. And, and there, there wasn't one. Uh, no, there wasn't one at that point. But, uh, I, you know, I was getting into rock. And so I was like, yeah, well, I'd learned bass. You know, like bass is cool. It's fatter strings. It's, you know, lower. So I started taking bass lessons. What was and your I, first bass? Uh, oh, God. You tech stuff. You? Your gear is a fender. Did she buy it for you? Yeah, that was Thank a family. Yeah, and oh, D definitely. Boone's mom the, put me on base. The parents. Steve Boone's mom, mm -hmm. Margie. Yeah. I didn't even know what it fucking was. You knew how to ask for it. <laughs> All right, well, I said, <laughs> you guys are going to have a Check it out. <laughs> but I, 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 I used the three-letter question. Why? Because every band has one. I found out the doors didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, they're on the records. Yeah. I didn't remember. Roxy Music, I found out. Yeah, that, yeah. But whatever. It was good enough to be with E. Boone. I said, fuck it. Toes. And I, I, I still thank her to this day. So, in lessons... That came with the bass. So I took a little bit of lessons, but most of the time I was making noise with my friends. So, you know, like this whole thing about getting the trumpet and take it home and see what it can do yeah. as my first instruction, yeah. I had far more fun with that. And so, you know, I was starting to fuck around with my dad's acoustic guitar. Yeah. I was, we were starting to fuck around with sounds. Yeah. Um, we were recording tapes. Who's we? Oh, my buddies and I, we would draw cartoons, comics together. I was going to ask you, you about know. that, but first I want to play some more. No, this is Fat Worm of Error. Yeah, you already had Chris Cooper on this show. <laughs> Thank you. 
a travesty, a thousand pints of light falling from grace with the goose, Howard Hughes, a wing, a prayer, see below, we have clowns in our show, El Noche, La Cerveza, The Metal, The Shaman Brother, El Tumas, as cats walk backward, clowns cover believable eyes in Joan of Arc's home court. Plastic dogs sample after the soldier in the rain, and I won't let her punch my line. Avenging, an angel steps through while my waking, waking, still waking. A wish and a whisper, the walls have ears. My psychiatrist loves me. She won't understand an echo. A prayer from Brian Wilson's church, but bone jisms is a tenor man. And the guests came in through little funnels, dripping. Burning embers, red sky at midnight. Fade the black moon tower, Dixieland. My cross can bear. Irrationality is bliss. Limeys don't eat tofu, airhead. Can I tie my shoe now, Jack? Worshipping volcanoes on virgin knees. My love for a bowl of chili. Oi, mate, would you be fancy in a cheese sandwich then? So maybe we're waiting for a heavy alloy savior? Ozzy? No corn in my horn, not where this bop drops. It's no fun looking for churches. Give me the heat, deep dish where the jets come down and jazz. Oh, angels dancing on the head of a pin. Kudo, Ramashashe, Katama, Banana, Tassaya. Zen master, sweet corn, watermelon colors the heavens song. May, shining, tweeter, deity, paranoia pretends eating jalapeno pot pie. Now, alpha, not a trace of moss dripping omega. Los Alamos, another roadside refraction. J. Robert Oppenheimer, Edward Teller, the physicists have known sin. Here in the midst of graveyards that push up light, I'll trade you two good Shirleys for 10,000 dead Midwestern Indians. Ah, what the hell? I got 
can dig your plot, man. 17 cases and I'm sure feeling fine. Except for when six turns out to be nine. For a good time, call 392-8381. Ask for charity. Sweetly. For a better time, don't call. Let your fingers do the talking. Game. Gloss. Nothing more than something less. Sizzle the pants right off of me. Sizzle that neo-orthodoxy right into my eye. Man, what the hell? The whole gelatinous thing. The neo-gelatinous thing. The neolithic gelatinous thing. It's all water under the meter bridge now. Life is a travesty. More than an old joke.
an old Mexican man gave him a handful of mushrooms told him to be very careful to proceed with caution wanted to take a trip inside of his mind deep within his soul
Pedro Show. That chunk of music started off a fat worm of air live in Paris 2006 doing Hand of God. Then Spotsky. Hey. Too wise to crack. He's uh, spieling on the essence of the reality on the dealio people. Brand new from Emily Robb. Philly scene, right? Friend of Bill Nace. Mm-hmm. Richie. His buddy. There it goes again. She's uh, running a studio now, which just made another song. Work. Bob Lord after that. Betty and Barney Hill through Franconia Notch, 1961. Big-ass title for eight seconds, though. So. <laughs> Victoria Shin, three-speed record. Hell yeah. Incredible. Victoria Shin. You know, yeah, she's got the three. Oh, records. I played a bunch with her. Yeah. Stylus mm. is oh, yeah. There. yeah. Yeah, she's great. And by the on the side, you know, teaches mm. physics at fucking yeah. MIT. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Incredible. Mad scientist. Yeah, and like to put herself through school, she got a job at a synth factory. That's where she learned how to build and invent them. There's nothing more dangerous than a good idea. <laughs> Doug Wimbish, incredible oh, bass yeah. man out of Connecticut, glorification champ from his solo record. Model Home and Wolf Eyes <laughs> doing a collab, staircase vocal. Carnage Asada from their new album, mm. Brother Steve on the bass. Psychedelic Experiment, another kind of artist. <laughs> and then finally, again, Brock Temp, Klutzy Layup. Parentheses used to play basketball. <laughs> used to, I thought there was no sports in the universe. There was briefly. Not they they tried. So they tried, not. but it didn't stick. They caught him, brother. Man. Oh, it's See, yeah. Right? <laughs> Catholic <laughs> youth league <laughs> basketball for a couple of years, but I I'm not good at basketball. I'm not good at com- competition. Competition is none. So you stand in, uh, at the top like the sun. Bird, whoever come. I'm trying to my rock him thing. Should have brought you. Neighborhood support you. Anyway, so you got this bass. What kind of amp? I mean, I'm a little prejudiced towards bass. Oh, God. It was a PV micro bass, which I still have down the street. Wow. I still have that bass, too. I still play it every now and then. Yeah, that's good. Thump around. Yeah. Right. It's got a good bonky sound. It doesn't get over drums by any stretch, but it, it's a. Uh, Especially for practitioners, man, alone. Yeah. You have to get over those drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But you got lots of prac pad, right? Yeah, yeah. You make use of that. Oh, I'll, I'll be tour, making right? use, yeah. No, oh, cool. Yeah, he's going yeah. to go over to Raul. He's uh-huh. his buddy with Raul. Oh, bitching. Cool, cool. <laughs> Keeping it warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look. After school, not graduating, but in the afternoon, the bedroom band, the garage band. Oh, yeah. The, the basement band. You got into that with your Yeah, bass. total succession. I mean, that's the thing. Is like that. Well, whose pad? Was it the guy with the drums? Uh, it was all, all of us. We, we traded around. We, we didn't, traded around. We, okay. we, uh, Usually it's to do with the drums. I know, I know. Well, it's definitely to do with the drums because it was lazy. But we were uh, <laughs> but we were also like, you know, that we could only uh, torture certain parents so much. So, you know. <laughs> so, bam, bam. So it was, a, it was a progression of a bunch of... Shitty punk bands. Uh, what was the first one? First one, 
And what, like the material where you try to copy songs off record? Hell no. No, you know what, though? One of the songs that we did try to copy because it just seemed like it was, it was the easiest song to copy was Slam Spit Something 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 Something. It's by, uh, it's on that uh, Love Doll Superstar compilation. There's like a hardcore band. And it's like a com- it's a comic it's hardcore band. It's, it's probably Red Cross playing, or, or pretending to be a hardcore band. But girl band. but we did a song. What was the girl band that was part of that? I don't know. I don't know. But it was just like yeah, yeah. It was great, and we loved it. And we loved it because we were we were drawing cartoons the whole before we got into music. We were into punks via comics. And, That's and how you artistically. This is like. Why did you explain that to your mom? Well, I don't. Well, she saw it already because we were already screwing up our clothes, and you know, no expression is expression. Yeah. Sometimes it's bass, sometimes it's a fucking. Yeah. Well, they were. Like Woody Guthrie said, "Some guys will rob you with a gun, some with a fountain." <laughs> well. They, uh, you know, so it was through the comics we were obsessed with punks, but we had no access to it because this is like just before the internet. So let's blame it on that. Blame it on that. Well, no access. Mm. That you know where I got access. To my first Husker record no, I heard. I, no, first I, Husker I, Do I record I heard was at the public library in Pittsfield. Thing, I couldn't draw with shit, but in uh, oh, I couldn't. High school, Don Brown, he mm. could, mm. but he let <laughs> us try. And in fact, when I played last oh, year yeah. in Seattle. He brought one of these comics that I made. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, this man. This movie, Tora, 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 Akira Kurosawa, right? Uh, oh, yeah. The first things he was ever part of in shame. <laughs> but I made a joke because I'm a child of Mad Magazine, which would be yeah. anything. Oh, we were Is doing, ch- doing? Mac, Mad, Mad uh, Cracked, you know, and of course That's for us with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and... Uh, there was a there was well, a Mad would do parodies of movies and TV shows. Oh yeah, yeah. This that and that we were into that, you know, as as like fifth graders. I mean like the the second record I got was the Cramps Bad Music for Bad People. We never knew what that looked like. We just saw the LP and said, Holy shit, this drawing is amazing. This yellow weird punk guy with rotten dead teeth. And we were like this and we listened to that over and over again while drawing cartoon, you know, radioactive animals. And that's what got us into like finding metal punk and like all this other shit and so that that first band we did a, a song what called uh uh immature morons was one of the early ones As that's opposed to mature morons. yeah yeah right i know it's just a totally stupid name and that one uh that one we had up, i promise dad i'm trying to piss off the neighbors that was the song that we were trying and it was that same thing of like we didn't know how to tune this is before the bass lessons but we didn't know how to, t- we didn't know, we weren't taught that you tune the instruments to each other. So like, we didn't know that, like, we, we knew that you know, the patterns could be on the fretboard. But then like, once we actually tune the instruments to each other, it's like this revelation. I think you've talked about that too. Well, what we thought is if you played down on the corner, it sounded right, you were in tune. We didn't know your down on the corner had to be the other guy's down on the corner. <laughs> yeah. You know, green song. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. That's what we used the tune. Yeah. And we thought that sounded right. But the other thing, as far as, pitch yeah we had no idea it was related to that kind of yeah stuff. some dudes like the strings tight some like the blues exactly <laughs> so yeah <laughs> once we sounded thank god we had got tapes of that shit. and it took us a while to figure that out but but did the, you do any gigs not with that one not with that one it was really just like mostly to ourselves and 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 then the band the band after that lamp stand yeah which was uh, bass, keyboards, drums, and vocals. Yeah. No guitar. Yeah. Uh, we were playing like 
we started playing shows, but the shows were like tiny and they were oh, in our own basements well, and in our friends. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Let me think. Yeah. Well, where? How? That was, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to think. Oh, it was at a YMCA in Pittsfield, Mass. Uh, it was like 92, 91, something like that. What's the event? Uh, it's like metal bands, Odium. Uh, like some like band hardcore bands. No, it was, it was a show. It was like a. It was like a. Gig. It was like a real gig. But it was like How'd oh, you get it? rough intelligence. This rap group that was really good from Pittsfield. Uh, uh, Wish, which was like this, like kind of like uh, psychic. Hard, fish, like but with a w. no, <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish <laughs> no. They were basically like they wanted to be like Hooskers or something, but oh. it was but it was like okay, a, a little emo, yeah, but pre emo, you know. Uh, and Odium, though, the metal band. But yeah, it was a... What, it was like a real gig. Well, how'd you guys get the gig, you I, new dudes? I, I think it was our, our... our At the time, the Friends and Wish, they were like, oh, they got, they got a punk band. They should, they should play, you know? And like, okay. so we played. So how'd it go? I went okay. You know, there's okay. some kids dancing. Did they throw shit? Uh, they threw some shit. You know, we... You know, it's... It, I mean, well, as you, you can imagine... You? Did you want it? Metal, 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 metal band, yeah, rap... Yeah, but genres, I'm glad you destroyed that idea. Yeah. Learned blur, yeah. Blur, blur, blur yeah. early and on. Okay. But my first... The first... <laughs> punk show that I went to I had my head put through a window at the bagel store in town that could kill you it, especially if they pull you back out no they it, <laughs> no, it luckily actually saw <laughs> it didn't happen like that you should not have safety glass uh, it was safety glass passes him up his first car $50. He said he painted it with a barn brush. He said for 50 yards a day, it looked like a fire engine. He got close. It looked like you painted with a fingerprint. <laughs> oh, God. He said this guy passes him up. He's got the windows all rolled up. He's barracho, you know, so they follow him. He runs into a fucking train. He goes in through the windshield, but only up to the shoulders and no safety glass. So when he oh, comes no. back. Yeah, guillotine action. Get this. Yeah. Decapitates head, it comes over the top. <laughs> and my pop and his buddy, they're teenagers, and they got their girlfriend. Yeah, they, uh, yeah a lot of screaming. Yeah, yeah so. Well, it's not dangerous to put people's heads through windows. Sa- yeah. Safety glass. Vote it was a spider web, glass. but it was enough to <laughs> my cabeza hit that hit that glass and safety glass is like a sheet of plastic between the yeah glass. yeah yeah it didn't go through but it but it chat you know and it and i uh you know i was like a bunch of metal dudes they were just like we were like two punks in the town they oh yeah music well gentle. they were a bunch of very difficult angry angry men with mullets uh that, and that also join in with the music or oh yeah yeah they were part now, of the ritual because see this is where all this tribalism oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah starts with the arts yeah all of a sudden a religious symbol like a circle cross gets mm. turned into this hooked cross the mm. rights uh Kreutzberg yeah 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 guy was kicked out of art wouldn't let him into art school look he made everybody pay for it yeah 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 well, anyway, anyway, that was how long does this band last? I don't know through through high school, pretty much. I mean, okay, it's sort of so, like. But it, you never toured, did you record? Oh no, never tour. We never even got out of the Berkshires, which is the did county you, we were you, in. I uh, played there last summer. Oh yeah, well, I think I'm, I I met you in, at Simon's Rock College. That was okay. that gig the Firehose played. This was loud, but, uh, probably around that same time. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the recent one. Yeah. Yeah, but. Let, let, but let we never toured. This. It was just that we played. We played the gigs. I went off to college doing. Uh, I I was doing cable access TV with my buddy um, in high school. So I was like into video production, and so I got into filmmaking. And 
moved. Do you have a musical component? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, uh, the filmmaking is. I mean, we were doing the. Yeah, there were often like music videos or like music. So it was like oh, in the eighties. You bring your music to the video experience. Uh, a little bit. I mean, the sensibility for sure. But yeah, not like. Uh, I need background music for this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're yeah, whatever. You know, like but uh, you know. So I went to college in about an hour east of there. And, uh, so I just did that. I was making no, films no going to college. Nope. No bands in college. I was making recordings. I was always like, man alone? uh, man alone type stuff. I was jamming with a lot of people and, uh, not really nothing ever coalescing as I had a, like a weird kind of band called the Fondells. That was pretty fun. Like kind of like noise rock band that, that lasted a summer. We played like okay. four, four gigs, but, but not. But not like, you know, it's never... A lot of cats we have on the show, huge. college is a big time when they start bands. Yeah, yeah. That, not for school, me. I was, I was like, kind of nose to the grindstone. Well, I was in... Co- well, not really nose to the grindstone. I was going to shows. I was just going to lots of shows and hanging out, but watching films. But not your own shows yet. But not... I wasn't okay, playing. After college. After college. That's where you get into That's where I got... Well, I got involved. I was uh, involved in a, a DIY space called Flywheel in East oh. Hampton. And I, I was, my partner, my current partner and I, we're, we were kind of like part of the original like collective that started that. Flywheel's like a group and then it would move to what available venue, right? It, it started as that, but then we got an actual venue. Right, I remember. And then, that. and so we had a space for, you know, 20 years almost. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and all, all volunteer, uh, <laughs> consensus based, you know, collective decision making, which you can see the lines Dream in my face from that, you know, like, <laughs> but you know, like real kind of like horizontal anarcho kind of vibe without being explicitly political. Uh, and you know, we just had all sorts of people play there and it was amazing. Um, hometown and then touring units. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And so, uh, Kind of out of that and seeing a lot of stuff, uh, you know, I was running a film, experimental film series. I was playing, you know, some improvised stuff. And I started this, this Bromp Treb thing started happening around the same time. Started putting a name on it and doing more serious gigs around that same time that I started, uh, started up Fat Worm of Error with uh, Chris Cooper, Jess Goddard, Tim Sheldon, and Donnie Shaw. Sometime in the 90s, right? That's uh, 2001, oh. 2002. Okay. So like in that in that ballpark, early two thousands, late nineties. I graduated from college ninety nine. Yeah. So that's right because you're only in your forties. Yeah, young. Well, almost. God, yeah. I wouldn't working think my way. Say some only uh, in your forties. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Forty seven though. I'm getting there. No, no you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look Take right there into the first hour. Oh yeah. Uh, August thirty twenty twenty three. This Mark Peter's special guest.
show start off the second hour with uh, Enjoy the House. We did uh, <laughs> Rop Treb. <laughs> After that, Bombas Prendon. Big uh, favorite of Byron Coley. Mm. Byron Coley, very instrumental in me knowing. Oh, the connect. Byron and Lily. Mm. A force. Absolutely. I did, I did my part. <laughs> and uh, flow. No, it's low with two L's. So I don't know how to fucking pronounce it. Yo. <laughs> Yo right? Okay. St. Abdullah and Jason Nazari with Vacation from Memories, mm-hmm. I wish. Fat Worma Air. What's up? Anglo Socks. Sprain. We think so ill of you. <laughs> Whoa. That's a title. <laughs> Helldecker from Germany with Husky. Dirk, uh, Dirk's buddies here. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is via. Oh, cool. Uh, Brock Treb again with Meet Me at the Gates. Oh, yeah. Professor Eugene Chadbourne live. Mm. Heavy metal kid down the block. There goes that Johnny. <laughs> Cowboys in the campfire. Speaking about Hudson Valley, one of their... More newer residents. Oh. Tiny from uh, Matt's. Oh. And he's going acoustic now. Uh, cowboy. But it's cowboys in the campfire. Like somebody threw yeah, the and, yeah. yeah. And then finally, Fat Worm Error. Again, Brick Face Vov 2 mix of Future Salad. Furniture Salad. That's oh, yeah. what it was. Furniture Sorry. Salad. My, my bad. No, it is furniture. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Pilot air. We named it. Don't blame the airplane people. <laughs> Don't blame the airplanes. Yeah, whole trying to fly. <laughs> okay, so hip us to this fucking Bronx trip since this is like your first unit. Well, it's the it's just the unit that remains. It's, I keep doing it. Yeah, but it sounds like it's there was another phase when you were younger. Yeah, when you went to college, and now you're getting back into a yeah. I mean, basically through high school, I'm, you know, I mean, the whole time I'm being these bands, I'm recording, we're recording and fucking around with recording and going to Radio Shack and getting our realistic and Archer crap equipment and uh, taping stuff. So, you know, I was doing a crappy tape label with my friends and putting out... you're putting out recordings, material, right? It's other cats. Or, or we were putting out a, a, basically our own stuff. It was just our oh. label, bedroom label. You okay, know? so you like playing for microphones? Playing for microphones and manipulating that. Yeah, I mean, that's like a big part of what the recording process is for sure. me. Did you so, get into the contact mic thing? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's the thing. Is you that know about this brother Matt? They're little microphones. You can put them on anything. Anything. And it turns into Rub an them, instrument. Uh, and they get silly. Yeah. So that that uh, uh you know a lot of that thing out of the uh j- just getting into recording, getting into you know um doing tunes in the bedroom doing like soundscapes doing stuff with keyboards doing stuff with layering doing stuff with overdubbing playing a boombox into a microphone Mm -hmm. that's recording then playing that tape back you know over and over again it just starts to sound like shit but at the same time it's it's a it's a process you know overdubbing and so i did you know the primitive methods to you know getting a four track 
to getting into reel-to-reel machines. Your own Frippertronics. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, I got into that. You know, Cooper turned you me on. Tal Margolis in Chester, New York. I did not know him, but I knew I knew the names, and I knew all. You know, that's well, that's what's crazy. Community, right? Totally, totally. But but I didn't. I I never. You know, you know these names. You you know about the dry lungs compilations, yeah. and you hear about these t- tape trading things. But I never like made that step like there's like a handful of people that i traded like zines and tapes with yeah. uh burping turds cassettes in uh, new hampshire uh mud flap zine like a, a lesbian uh bicycle zine out of out of the bay area she's a filmmaker now but like you know greta schneider like i don't know how i'm you know you just come about these people and you start trading stuff with them and and uh and so, did you meet Byron around this time? No, I never met Byron until much later. Right. And and uh, and he's even West Mass by the and he's so in he Western Mass. Some years out here, he's yeah, totally. And he and and they're uh, you know, like Chris Corsano, yes, who, who I was right. friends with in, in college, and and we you know saw him play a bunch of times in college. He's and, in Ithaca, or, uh, yeah, he's out there now, or, yeah. but. But but uh you know like Corsano was was getting really tight with a lot of the the folks in Western Mass at the right. time and and when when we were in college together and then you know as I stayed there and as Flywheel started to grow I started to meet all those people okay. but I was I was starting to do like the Bromp Treb thing was just basically putting a name to a new name to my electronic and f- fucked up music and so whatever performances I would yeah, do I was going to say because it's moving from just it's, laboratory out yeah stage. totally totally and and i always like that about a performance you know about interacting with people and and shaking them and you know and shaking myself dancing. Hmm? dancing dancing getting down and this is where i want to inv- people saw gigs your early gigs and they told me that big part was some dancing yeah yeah i mean that's the thing it's like this i want to invoke another western mass uh old uh, elder uh, who is no longer with us, named uh, Larry Howes, H-A-O-E-S. He was a m- much older dude, but uh, uh, total, like, alopecia, no no, 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 no hair on his body whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Rubbery-looking dude. Totally amazing dancer. He would yeah. sweat like a motherfucker and go yeah. completely crazy. And here we are, we're like teenagers dancing, and there's this guy who's, like, probably in his 40s, just wiggling and freaking out. And in yeah. my first couple of times meeting him, he was wearing, he would put on a wig and he'd go into the pit and like be dancing and going crazy. And then all of a sudden he'd be, he'd be gone. And then he'd emerge again without the wig, totally dome, you know, clear dome and freak us out. I'm like, what is this guy? What is this dude? Uh, alien looking guy. Huh? He ended up, twin brother. yeah, I mean, he's amazing. Amazing. So he, he was an, and just a dance. He, no, no, he played in a bunch of bands. He, no. Because he's a mass guy, but Boston's. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This guy was a. Not believe how this guy danced. This guy would wiggle. Some about dancers, right? Yeah, they got it. If they got, and he brought it, and so it was beautiful. And so I would just say that you know, like Larry, and Larry went on to do a bunch of different bands. He he was like came up in Springfield, a few cities over, and he came up in the seventies. So he was very much like whatever was happening. Springfield, the basketball hall of fame. Yeah, man. Also, also, the wrestling one. Too. He, he introduced me to Scientific Americans. That's like an old Western Mass. They had a they had a Roar cassette out, yeah. like compilations, yeah. like you know, kind of Devo-y, like dub Wave. dub 
you know, uh, shit. But that's like the inspiration for Bromp Treb is really like this, like, is like tape collage beats. But at the same time as Fat Worm? And Fat Worm just started emerging because it was like, we want to do a rock band, but we're seeing all these like improv and noise shows, but we want to do something with like a rock energy. And there's a lot of noise rock happening. Did they share members? Uh... Well, Bromp Treb at the earliest stage was three of us, but no, they were never in Fat Worm. It was just, okay. it, and it just became me. It's just basically you me. were the same. Whoever I, yeah, you were I'm the, the I'm, but but I started. I mean, I've been playing drums all this time. So uh, anyway, well, where did you get on the drums? You didn't say anything about it. I mean, high school. I I, I the drum set I you currently have. That all you said was bass. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not married to any particular instrument. You know, like I. I know, I'm, but you can like. I, yeah, yeah. Well, so I start. How, how'd you get on the drums? I got I got on drums in high school because uh, my friend Jay was selling his drum set, and I had a Misfits bootleg seven inch and twenty dollars, and he traded me the drum set for that. Yeah, I still have that drum set. That's the one I you use. Don't have that record anymore. No, well, he he probably doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's garbage. But but uh, you know, so I would always use the drums for recording. Yeah. I never, you know, I didn't play in a band. The Fondells, I played drums in a little bit, but, uh, but with Fat Worm, yeah, I don't know how to play drums. I'm just learning how to play as the band is is forming. So, and uh, you know, that Bossa Drub Brute, all those sped up drums in the in the recording and that first first recording. That's my shitty drum playing, just like tape tape yeah, manipulated, so that I can cover up for how shitty it was. I think that's totally valid, or just recreate the pace. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you make a sculpture. You just don't take the clay out of the ground and say, there's the fucking thinker. Okay. You have to, like, do something if you like. <laughs> yeah. Or have your assistant do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your team. Your whole team. <laughs> Isn't that bullshit? <laughs> Brother Matt, it looks like it's coming up on time. Oh, it's time. Oh, time? For what? Spin cyclage. Yay. Spin cyclage. Yay. Here we go.
That's like when the saints go marching in, what?
got clean and the days went by.
We did it. So much for that spin cyclist. Yeah. Do what you just did to us with your fucking tunage. Well, I'm going to blame that on you guys. Because uh, we really got into horns yet, but we're talking about horns. So I started with horns. It didn't end with horns. But but Eddie Cleanhead Vincent, I was thinking, who do I know play horns? And I thought of a bunch of people, but he was the first one back from the old blue shift days. So give some yeah, love to. I knew that dude, yeah. I've read big, about him. All 10 John Coltrane Bibles wow, in the we, last couple of years. He's a big man. He was a nice he gets dude John to me. Coltrane to switch over to tenor. Amazing. And he took care of him, like his own son and stuff mm. on tour and stuff. It was just beautiful. I'm so glad. So I got to connect to him for years. Yeah. See, it's, music is a thing, people. Yeah. It's precious to put genre gulag bars around. Yeah. Big... Let music be music and be a real, a, a, a authentic connect between us humans. Yeah, it was, it was neat because those dudes tripped on me. Him, Big Joe Turner. I was like yeah. 22-year-old Whoa. surfer kid yeah. hanging out with those guys. So. <laughs> That's right. Nice. It's a fucking essential fabric to connect. Yeah. Okay, people, at the end of the August 30, 2023, this is what Peter's special guest, Neil Young, Koleka. August 30, 2023, it's the third hour of the one Pedro show. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Mazinga Live, Ann Arbor, June 4, 2023, Jason Priestley. He's a singer-guitar man. Detroit or Ann Arbor? That area. So they wrote him a song. Hundred Flowers. This is a record they did with the late, great Ethan James, producer man of Double Nickels on the Dime, mm. Radio Tokyo. This tune, love song called I Hate. And Gloy, an excerpt of Subgloidals 1. <laughs> Enlighten us to fucking Gloy. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> Don't wait till next week. No, <laughs> no. Gloyd. Oh. Well, actually, uh, my, my, my good buddy, uh, you're going to be away, but my good buddy, um, Ruth Garbus, who's singing in that group, is uh, playing in L.A. on the 10th of uh, September. I don't know if that's if this airs by then, but that'll be on uh, up at 2220. But she's uh, going to be up later today. Okay, beautiful. So, uh, yeah, definitely go check out Ruth Garbus, who's the uh, vocalist. Ask, and that, Gloyd. So Gloyd is a group that's a improvised. That's got this lady, Ruth. Yeah, yeah, okay. Ruth, Ruth's, uh, Ruth's singing in that band. Um, as is, uh, oh no, Gloyd is, Gloyd is a quintet, five, uh, where does it happen in the arc? It happens in the arc of Neil Young. It happens, uh, in Western Massachusetts and Southern Vermont. In, in, uh, shit did not fit in the rock mode of fat, warm air or an experimental arena of, Bromptrad. No, I bas- basically I would say that uh, Gloyd Gloyd kind of popped up uh, from some collaborations with various people. Uh, Gloyd has the bassist from Fat Worm, Donnie Shaw, Donald Warner Shaw the so third, thumpstaff operator for the Fat Worm, longtime collaborator. He's also provider. He <laughs> is also uh, we've been doing noise stuff together, so you know making non musical sounds together. For many years, is uh, Carbus. I think that the set ends. Carbus is going to be yeah. That's the duo. That's the duo that I that I've been playing with Donnie. But uh, Gloyd is actually in three bands. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of bands doing a lot of projects. Uh, Yeah, I mean, when I get this mind reading thing, you won't have to use words. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so Gloyd, I'm playing percussion and so a little bit of keyboards and a little bit of horns. Okay, so that's a big difference. You're operating different. Kind of just playing a bunch of different shit. Well, in Fatworm, I was doing I was doing tapes and electronics in Fatworm. Everyone in Fatworm is operating machines. That was supposed to be the rock. It's a rock band, but it's a fucked up rock band, man. Uh, So you know, everyone no, everyone chopping everything up. All of our records are like all five of us taking recordings from practices and chopping them up making our own tunes slapping them together i mean it's a real collage band uh but we would also you know put in a lot of hours together writing composing these songs that are all at interlocking parts etc so uh gigs ain't like all you sitting at a table with crap tops pressing space no 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 it's like us (laughs) it's us like scraping things with contact mics and banging on guitars oh yeah oh yeah 
No, there was the the, the chimpin on the top is uh, is pretty much just uh, you know very post production kind of part of it, you know. But well, now you're in California. Are you trading files with these guys? Or is it, uh, you know, so so nevermore. I mean, I would say that Gloyd emerged after Fat Worm. I mean, it's a couple of years after Chris and Jess moved to the West Coast. They they live okay, up in so the Bay already, Area, so that's why. Fa- and that was in 2013. So Fat Worm sort of like went on hiatus. Right. But we're talking smack about getting together, maybe more as a family hang, because uh, Tim has some kiddos, and uh, and Donnie and I went were in Europe last winter. Right. Uh, Carbus did a residency at Uncool for a, for almost a month in Switzerland, yeah. working on Carbus shit. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna try. Get to Carbus people. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about Carbus. Carbus.
Pedro Show, Last Chunk of Music. Last Chunk. For this edition, Brock Trab, Empty River Omen. Mm. Jessica Al Ackerley, David Menestre. He was on the show yesterday. We oh, didn't cool. have enough time to play all the stuff, so here's part two of two of Live at Cold Spring Hollow. Nice. And Western then, Mass. Uh, <laughs> more to the point, Car Bus, Bucket O Expectations. Is this from the Swiss stuff? Or uh, that's a good question. I do not remember what that's from. I've been kind of going through the mulch of recordings and chopping things up. So honestly, I it, that could have been recorded in Western Massachusetts or somewhere else. Okay, let's get. Yeah. We were talking off air, people, about the musician named Matt Jones who just moved back to West Mass, being in Korea. All yeah. Also, he did some Uganda. And he had he had Donnie and uh, Tim and I on some recording. Sure, sure. He, we did a session with him. Buffet. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. But, but and you've been collaborating with him a bunch. He's been on the show once. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've done bass for him. He's asked me to do things. That's great. And he'll send me a, a song. He say, "What? Put bass." And he uh, never says, "Hey, play this instead." Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful that one. But but you mentioned off there that we should talk about some. Oh, I just, I just was saying that, uh, you know, he's a, he's a wonderful person and that, you know, that I just knew you had a connection with him. So yeah. I, so I thought I'd bring him up, but I, I don't, I, you know, yeah, other than, I don't know how you guys are connected. So until I get the mind reading thing, he, he's probably, he probably could say more about it than I could, but I, you know, I'd just say that he was in Western Mass around the time that we were fat worm was doing our thing and I was doing my Bromtreb thing at the same time. I mean, that's. Did you share bills, or was he in any of the units? You know, I don't think so, and I I don't think I don't ever recall seeing him perform. No, he's really it's like a recording guy. You saw him in the audience. Yeah, yeah, just a recording guy, as far as I know, and I he, I could be wrong, and then I feel terrible, but but yeah, so. Uh, like the Steely Dan thing. Yeah. But in the nineties, they started doing. But for like 20 years, yeah. Gigs, right? No, Fat Worm was always from the word go. We like worked on our shit. We had a set of songs, and then we started playing, and then we immediately started touring and started getting out. You know, going out to the Midwest and going out west. Well, for a while, when you were in college, you weren't performing. Hard. Wasn't doing that at all. Yeah. So it was all so maybe after. That was where Matt Be- uh, Jones was at. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All Western Mass, but also I saw you know that that uh, Jessica Ackerley. Show that that track that you played was at in Western Mass at Cold Spring Hollow, which I, mean, I actually wonder if Carbos played on that bill. I have to look at the well, liner notes. A stand-up bass player. Yeah, I feel so like you would probably remember if you saw. I met her. I yeah no, but I I, I met her because I saw I met her again when she came through L.A. So uh-huh. um, anyway, but Cold Spring's a really great, great, totally disgusting punk house that's been around for like twenty. 30 years in Western Mass and uh, you know all these all the noise weirdos play there I mean Idem Theftable you know like Crank you Sturgeon know, next door in uh, Connecticut maybe Hartford Anthrax oh I remember that, that spot I never went ball? there okay. never went there I know Weird Al played there I really wanted to go see Weird Al there and I'm so pissed I didn't see Weird Al but I had I did see Weird Al at a state fair kind of thing called the Big E. That was kind of an amazing. And it played the college there too, Trinity. Oh, okay. And on the shutters of the windows, brother man, they got to 
the tree with the rope, you know, from the oh. witches. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, when you're listening to the show, then some of these people, you... you, you I know some of these people. Yeah, and I know some of the well, some of the people have been on. You know, I mean, part of this. You know, people ask me, "Hey, well, how do you keep up with all this?" And I said, "It's not just <laughs> why; it's people. It's a community." Yeah, man. Like you were talking earlier about yeah. when you were trading the tapes. Yeah. But you didn't know. Yeah. But you heard names. This is what it's about, right? Yeah. So it's not really about cu- cu- uh, keeping up as much as the connections. I think. It's it's like uh, I mean. I don't know, it's like regularly showing up at the shows and like going, I mean, that's all I've been doing the past year since I moved here mm-hmm. is been when I wasn't on tour for the two and a half months, I was just going to as many shows as possible. And then we started, I, for the year before, or for a couple of years before I showed up here, I was doing this thing called Tootie. And I would go down by the river where I lived which uh, one of the tracks I played on this thing is a is a kind of a more ambient track, uh, the the river one. I forget what it's called. Uh, I can't believe I wrote it and I forget. But the river one. It's a uh, it's the droning one. I can't believe I'm spacing on the title right now. But whatever. Well, uh, it's uh, what's the last Brom track? Empty River Omen. Empty River Omen. That's the track. So I would go down by this river that I lived next to for many years, 16 years, and I'd start playing a horn. I got a pocket trumpet, and I didn't know how to play it, and I said, I'm going to just play it by myself and invite anyone to join me and play whatever they want to play. No no judgment, no bosses, no bullies, no show-offs. And I had people in the neighborhood. My buddy Victor would come down with his sax, and he's an amazing improviser. And so he would make me sound good because he knew how to just jump around and and pick things out. And uh, I was doing this for a bunch every week at the same time, same time of day. Once every Saturday morning, we'd get into, and uh, anyone could show up. And when I moved to LA, there was a group that I saw up at Angel's Gate. Uh, cultural center. Talking about very South LA, San Pedro. <laughs> Pedro, yeah. No, this is a beautiful spot on in Pedro, and uh, and so there was a group called Los Angeles Woodwind Skillshare, and they were they were perform they were performing, but they were doing basically the exact same thing as Tootie, you know, just like a non judgmental. We don't know how to play our instruments. We're just playing breath based instruments. And so I found out when their sessions were, and now I go up to Chinatown once a week and jam with them. That's like neat. That sometimes it's like twenty people. Sometimes those guys come down here with, for Tootie, uh, which it, we started doing on, Tuesday, yeah. on Tuesdays. And uh, Watts joined me, so we've been doing it. And I pulled out a euphonium, and you pulled out a euphonium well, out I of got practice. A euphonium in the late eighties on tour, Champagne, Illinois. <laughs> LTS and, is on the case, right? And, it was probably in the latter days. Uh-huh. I let you. I let you in on this, though. I was like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna let Watt be. Well, I, well here's the thing. It's been in my closet since then, <laughs> so more than thirty years. Never learned to play it, but now. Now you're play. learning, and so what's beautiful about Tootie in in this in this particular iteration of it is that it, Watt's been bringing fingering charts and actually doing the notes. Which I, I'm trying to relate to bass guitar. Yeah, 
Because the other parts don't relate to it. Uh, everyone learns differently. So I'm like, this is how you learn? I Because I'm like, I don't give a shit what note it is. I don't no, need I'm to know. I'm trying to carry over to some music that I have. Yeah. Learned. So I'm trying to bring uh, over, but there's parts that have no connection. I always have like done... this idea where you have to bring the note to your lip. Yeah. On the bass, if you put your finger in the right place, it's going to come. Yeah. It's not like not going to come with a horn. horn. No horn. So it's been a it's been a lot of fun, and we've been sunshine of your love. We learned uh, sunshine so of your love. Oh, wow. That's cool. got whole steps, half steps, uh-huh. steps and a half. Uh-huh. And, and and you've been patient with me trying to explain all of these uh, specific things about steps and notes, which I somewhat retain, but They're mostly like just play by uh, feel. Like, uh, uh, I play by feel and by memory, yeah. and so you know that's like my yeah. way through any instrument yeah. I play. It stops in between the octaves. Uh, and it's been great. It's been a, a riot. And I still do the Laws thing. So, like, Laws is still Lo- Los Angeles woodwind Skillshare. My buddy Steve Cato, who you met, he came out with a flute. But it was a very windy day. And wind is not easy for a flute player to compete with. <laughs> so, but where, where Laws practices, we, we practice in a parking garage. And so, it, so it's like a echoey hellhole. It's very fun. Uh but you know, you get you get six flute players all playing at the same time. It sounds fucked up. It's good. You know, um, yeah, like I said, there's the octave, right? Which is like half of your tube length of your horn. Oh yeah. Or twice the length of your bass string. Either half or double. It's some mm. whole interval. Mm. But the way you cut those stops in between, that's where you get these things called scales. Mm. And so the, the, the Greeks came up with this buttload of years ago. They did it on these lyres, right? Kind of yeah, hard. yeah, the monochord. Right, and you get different ways of getting to that. And that's where you get things like major and minor and mixolydian, dexolydian. Mm. You know, that, or, uh... They're just these ways of trying to talk to each other about music, which should be actually... Like you said, let the freak flag fly. So this convention <laughs> and stuff, it's not meant to be a chain, but it totally could be. In fact, people, you know, oh, to break the rules, you got to learn them first. Well, I'm not doing it that stuff. So I'm just trying to hang on. I'm using the bass guitar as like a life preserver. Like if there's something I can hang on to, to get a handle on this horn thing, because it is so much different. But you're doing great. Now, you're a guy who's done bass guitar yeah. and horn. And Kids, drums. Yeah, and drums, too. I mean, but uh, the, I ain't done drums. So, I, but things that you shared with me. Yeah. So I'll ask you personally, do you see the connect between the two? I mean, there's both music is ways of doing sound. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's the same. I Yeah, they just, it's that's this thing of timbre, right? It's like how something vibrates. Well, I think it's also the way you make it. I mean the drum. The drum is going to vibrate a certain way. I put my finger on a thing, and then I use the other finger to strike. Mm. This other baby, I got to bring up a Uh. wind and then shape my mouth. Yeah, Uh. mouthpiece. Embouchure. To get a note, and then that gets dealt with. Mm. I don't have to. That's not involved with the bass guitar. It's not. It's just a different part of the body. But we're just. But your voice is a vocal cord. The the, the vocal cord is just probably the voice slapping the primary instrument. Yeah. Next to feet. Yeah. And or pounding on your chest. Pounding on your chest or pounding on anything. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. That's okay. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you oh, always yeah. use a jam where you do a puffer fish when you're jamming along before. The, 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 yeah, reconnect. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong notes. Probably were the wrong notes. I just keep from having a heart attack. <laughs> Falling over. Yeah, the puffer fish thing. I should be able to channel that shit Because that is a problem. But, but like I told you before we started the show... One of the problems is the lip just went mm-hmm. out. After about 40 minutes, I yeah. just can't yeah. get anything more going. Uh, but the other thing is head rush. Oh, oh yeah. All, all that, that shit. breathing. Huh? I'll yeah. tell I you. I worry about with a, a bass. No. Bass, though, you do have to hear something on the bass you don't have to worry about on the horn. It's calluses. Calluses. You, you just got to keep those calluses, calluses going. Yeah. And you're good. But the uh, the thing about the horn that I, you know, I'm still always like trying, like, what? You just got to play a single tone? This is what Greg Kelly, who was on your show, yeah, he's in a fact, but we also he's a but. On album that's out. Yeah, yeah, Greg Greg Kelly, amazing trumpet player. He's he was just like Neil, just play tones, just play tones, you'll get better. And I was because I you know I was posting lots of videos of me playing shitty trumpet, which I just love. See, but I'm thinking <laughs> but, trumpet. I'm thinking like that cat on sousaphone in the Dirty Dozen Bass. Brass oh yeah. Or hearing these the, Latin guys with American well, the euphonium's so much easier. So, yeah, but. But there's it's looser. Intervals. It ain't long tones. It's little riffs. Yeah, you know? but you but 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 to be able to ha- to not get the head rush and oh, to yeah. also be able to hit those notes, <laughs> you gotta play the long tones and yeah. you gotta do them for a while. Yeah, build and it. Well, I build also it. think you have to develop this thing called circular breathing. You don't have to. It helps not get head rushes. Well, <laughs> but I think you just gotta pay attention to your breath. But you'll, you'll, it, we're, getting we're getting there. We're getting there. What? To the brain. Yeah, okay? that's what they're from. <laughs> it means you're like blowing it off the horn. You're not letting it get up to the lungs, <laughs> right? Well, so the the, the circular breathing is you set up the lungs as a bellow. Oh, I know, I know, a but I still haven't figured it out. But I'm getting there. It's something that Corsano's got, got it. Kind of like Greg Kelly's got it. You can't be thinking. Yeah, that. yeah, got it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or else you did. Or, or the music suffers. Yeah. And if the music suffers, the communication suffers. Yeah. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> What's next? What's next? You musically. I don't know. Yesterday, I'm just trying to play with as many people in L.A. as I can find that are interested in playing you with me. You were saying something about getting the fat worm. Well, Fat Worm is going to... It's more of a family I, thing. It's, it's more of a family hang. We'll see what happens. But and then the other prize, like Bromp Treb? Bromp Treb, I'm still... I'm playing in Mexico in a, in a week. Okay, so that's... I'm going to playing, playing a couple gigs in Mexico. Just never Negro been. people. Yeah, through my friend A.D. A.D. Jimenez. She's, a, she's in L.A., but she's, uh, I think, from Tijuana. So... That's she, who you're doing the gigs So with. we're doing Tijuana and uh, Valle de Guadalupe. Right. Um, and just two nights, and, and yeah, but I'm going down with her, hanging out this crew called Net Net Radio. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so that, that'll be cool. I'm excited to do that. Uh, what about the recording? Did you, the I didn't even mention... Back on the East, are did, you doing that here? Did you get the file for Muscle Beach? I thought I gave you a Muscle Beach no. file. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. But are you recording here like you were back there? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the problem. I don't have a pad necessarily so i need like a real studio setup because i have tape machines and junk like that but at the moment i've been uh you know just been uh, recording a little bit playing lots of shows schlepping the drums out you know 
uh, and I played with this duo Salenta and Topu, and they're a uh, uh, piano and uh, cello, and I was playing drums with them yesterday. That was super fun. They have a record on a uh, Futura Resistenza, which yeah. is a is a Belgian label. I actually just met a uh, uh, Frederick Van Velde. Um, so yeah, so I, you know, it's like, I just kind of excited, but I, that, that was the other thing is this other improvised rock band I've been playing in called muscle beach, which I didn't even, we did a recording on dub lab. Ah. Uh, so, so that's a, Frosty. that's, that's online. That's online. Frosty? Uh, oh, dub okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great cat. Yeah. Ale and oh, shit, we're, out of time. we're out of time. Whatever, well, we man. Lots of projects. Tons of shit. Come back on. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. This has been super fun. It's great to ride my bike over, and uh, you know that hill is a little more of a hill than it looks. (laughs) Yeah, which I like. (laughs) But that means I get to ride down it, you know, on my way home. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. I'll get back with brother Matt when I get this tour done. Check the diaries, MikeWatt.com. Then the August 30, 2023 edition, Pedro. So keep your powder dry. See you soon, brother. Yeah.